This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining. It's a show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. So the kids are back in school. Everyone's schedule is busy. To avoid fast food, we want to talk to you today about quick and easy meal recipes. What's your go-to quick meal for your family? Do you have a favorite chicken or beef recipe that doesn't make time much time to whip up? Or how about fish or seafood that maybe you could cook in 15 or 30 minutes? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning. Give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464 Or you can send an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. So kids are back in school. Everyone's schedule gets busy this time of year. So to avoid fast food, we want to talk about quick and easy meal recipes on today's show. What's your go-to quick meal that your family loves? What about a favorite chicken or beef recipe that doesn't take much time to whip up? Or do you have a fish or seafood dish that you can cook in maybe half an hour or so? Give us a call with your comments and your questions this morning. The phone number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464 or send us an email to food at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Deborah. Hope that you had a good weekend. Good morning, Kevin. I had the most amazing weekend ever. Oh my gosh. I actually hung out at the farmer's market this weekend and did a food demonstration for the American Heart Association. Oh, gosh, it was just incredible. There were so many people there. Uh, we did a little salad, and we talked about healthy living. I'm sure Frank is listening, so he's, like, really happy about that. Uh, but it was just absolutely incredible. Um, and there were uh, some of our listeners, Kevin, that just actually came out to just say hello. And I thought, wow, how cool is that? Um, and um, I actually had a chance to celebrate with our coworker Claudia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was celebrating her beautiful uh, nuptials, and I actually got to prepare the cakes for that. Mm. And um, we took three different varieties of cake. Uh, Kevin, I did a um, Hershey's chocolate and pecan cake drizzled in white chocolate. We did a uh, for the center cake. It was a White chocolate and ch- white chocolate uh, cream frosting with raspberries. Oh, my God, that cake was so gorgeous and so yummy. And I did a hazelnut and chocolate cake. Now, ask me why all the chocolate, because the groom apparently is a chocolate fan. But what, <laughs> but what was incredible was... <clears throat> Literally, Kevin, there was not a piece of cake left Mm. and uh, and people didn't really know that it was, you know, that I had prepared the cake. So it was really nice hearing people walk by the table and going back for second pieces and there was no cake left. I literally saw one lady uh, scraping the plate (laughs) and I thought, yes. So I've had a great weekend. Uh, so we're talking about uh, quick and easy recipes today. And, you know, what you brought in today, uh, like it was a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, comfort foods. So I think your your selection today fits uh, both as a comfort food and as a quick and easy go-to. So tell us uh, what you fixed for us this morning. Well, Kevin, you know, as a child, I remember coming home and my mom would prepare us sloppy joes. And so what I did was actually fix a very grown-up version of the sloppy joe. I mean, it's really yummy. The meat is just super delicious. Since you've got this wonderful sauce, I braised up some onions this morning. It actually has just a, a little bit of heat in it. I don't know if you noticed the mm-hmm. 
peppers mm-hmm. that was in there. And uh, it I just sauteed it down really well. I used uh, one of my friends call it the what you call it sauce, a little Worcestershire sauce, <laughs> uh, and you know to season up my meat. And then once the meat was nice and brown, of course a little salt and pepper. Uh, we added in one can of rotels, you know the onions and the peppers, and so that's where you're getting your spice from. And once that was done, Kevin. Um, I just simply added in a little bit of cream cheese. And so that's where you get the creaminess from. It's just absolutely delightful. And it's topped off with something really fresh. I took a red cabbage, chopped it up really finely, and I simply seasoned it with just some lemon juice and a tiny bit of salt. And it made for just a wonderful bite. The buns that they're served on, Kevin, are just really yummy. Some sesame seed that was toasted up or some onion bread that was toasted up. We had both varieties. So just a really nice sandwich for the morning. Yeah, I thought the red uh, cabbage certainly added a nice color to it and uh, and then a, a good crunch as well because uh, the, the meat was so tender. It was nice to have a little crunch in there as well. So... Um, that's like I said, that's a good one, and that it fits uh, as a both a comfort food and a quick and easy recipe. So we're looking for those quick and easy recipes from you this morning. If you have a favorite one that you go to whenever you're pressed for time, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464 is the phone number to call. You can also email the show food at mpbonline.org. So um, what um, do you think that um, all these quick recipes have something in common? Well, I mean, what is a way uh, maybe that uh, some tips and things that you could uh, recommend for people to get in and out of the kitchen a little bit quicker if they're pressed for time? Well, one of the things is, you know, I'm always looking for recipes if I'm in a hurry that maybe only have three or four ingredients. I don't have to be in the kitchen all day. You you, you know, you want to be able to fix a meal between 20 and 30 minutes. And it doesn't really take a long time uh, to do that. And, and it can be something really fresh. For instance, I like pan-seared tuna. It only takes a few minutes. It's a very delicious fish, about three minutes on each side. Maybe not even that long. It just depends because, you know, of course, some people like it rare and some people like it medium rare. It just depends on what you want. But I actually just kind of really, Kevin, for me, probably less than about 40 seconds on each side. I just want a little sear on it, you know, season it up really good. and They make perfect salads. You know, people are always impressed with that. Um, it's, omelets are quick and easy. And the beautiful thing about them, Kevin, is they can be for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's just so many, you know, varieties of things that we can choose from. Being able to, uh, instead of, you know, being in the kitchen all day and pulling those greens, I like the idea on yesterday, I simply pan sear them. It takes a, a lot less time. You're still giving something very hearty. You know, that, always with a salad, it's quick, it's easy, and everybody's happy with that always. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, probably a good thought. Maybe maybe using a, a salad as a base, uh, some lettuce and other greens chopped up, you can uh, make a meal out of that quickly with um, the chicken strips or, um, you know, maybe even a, a hamburger or something like that. So uh, that's always a good base to start with. When we talk about chicken, there are, I mean, a lot of different uh, recipes. What are some ideas uh, for using chicken? Uh, the, that uh, quick, quick and easy. One thing I can think of is um, to, uh, you know, the delis are good at, at when the hot food doesn't sell, especially the chicken, they'll they'll sell it um, either rotisserie or, or fried chicken sort of the day after. So that's a quick way to get some, uh, you know, cooked chicken to make a recipe with. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I've I've done that many times, Kevin, uh, you know, stopping by one of my favorite grocery stores and, you know, grabbing one of those chickens that's already done. But if you don't want to do that and, you know, you, you're working and you want to come home, you know, and, and ha- already have something prepared, grab that crock pot, you know, season up that bird really well, put it in your crock pot and just leave it there, you know. And so when you get home that it's already done. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, being able to do something like chicken bread. Kevin and um pounding it out a little bit, thinning it out a little bit, and cutting it into slices. For me, it's just a little bit of salt and pepper, tiny bit of flour, not a lot. So you can pin in the chicken. It works well over pasta. You you know, if you want to take it a little bit harder, you can use it just as ch- chicken strips. Kids always love that. You can make quick and easy chicken nuggets. I mean, there's just so many things that you can do. Even preparing the chicken the day before, creating something like chicken salad, Everybody in houses, and you're talking about a comfort food. That's one of my favorites. 
So we're looking for your input this morning. What's a, a quick and easy dish that you like uh, to go to? Like I say, if you're pressed for time and are cooking for yourself or your family, uh, what uh, do you like to do? What do you like to eat? What's convenient for you? Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. <clears throat> so um, I guess the one of the things about chicken that might make it easier or quicker is that, you know, obviously it's sliced up into pieces. And so sometimes you can get, um, you know, boneless chicken or whatever. Or, I mean, I guess it, it comes in so many varieties that makes it useful and, and more flexible when you're cooking. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and of course, every mom knows that you can go to grocery store and, you know, buy these huge bags of chicken. And one of the things that I like to do when I get home is uh, take them. And, you know, I've talked about this before and put them in individual bags and even sometimes times, Kevin, going ahead and pre-cooking chicken and freezing it. It just makes it a lot easier uh, for me, even especially like if I'm going to do shredded chicken or something like that, you know, it's okay to go ahead and cook it completely. Don't half cook it. You need to go ahead and completely cook your bird. And then you can just take it and put it in Ziploc bags, make sure you date it, you know, put it where you can see the date, what it is, and just freeze it. It makes your life a lot easier. But I I feel like that with most meals, whether it's spaghetti or, you know, any pasta dishes that you're doing, you could always pre-cook your sauces because it only takes noodles a few minutes to get done. Go ahead and pre-cook your sauces, you know, put them in containers. And they have so many wonderful new containers that, you know, you can use now. Uh, really dainty and cute if you like to keep your refrigerator all organized and want to know what stuff is. It's, it just makes a lot of sense to do that. Or, Kevin, we can all just come to your house and have Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's uh, get a call in before our first break. So we say good morning to Mary, who is in Alabama. Hello, Mary. Hey, good morning, Mary. I've got a salad for you that people have absolutely raved about. It came out of a magazine. But um, you get you can buy all this stuff cut up at the grocery stores around here. Okay. A fourth of a small red onion, thinly sliced. A pound of strawberries, hulled and quartered. One English cucumber, chopped. A half a small cantaloupe, peeled and chopped, two-thirds of a cup of fresh dill, uh, some kosher salt and freshly ground pepper, four cups of baby spinach, and a third of a cup of um, vinaigrette. Well, instead of the vinaigrette, I just use that, um, uh, what's the B word for the vinegar? Balsamic. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I just sprinkle that over it. And you, you know, you just mix this stuff up together, and it people, people go crazy about it. Well, anything that's got strawberries in it, I'm pretty much there anyway. But yeah, yeah I like the idea that you're getting the zestiness from, you know, your your vinaigrette or your balsamic, and then you have all of these other items in there. And for me, salads are always a go-to food. Yeah. And because you've got the um, cantaloupe in there mm-hmm. and the strawberries, it it's something of some substance. Absolutely. As well, and uh, I I like the English cucumber, too. I suppose you could leave that out. Does the English cucumber have an accent? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I just draw. All right. All right, Mary. Uh, Good call. Thanks very much for starting us off there. It sounds like a great uh, mix of uh, fresh vegetables and fruits, and uh, as she said, a quick, easy thing to do, and then um, a good, fresh taste, and that's certainly a healthy dish for sure. Oh, absolutely, Kevin. And, you know, and I had the honor uh, on Friday of uh, showing up at Midday Mississippi, and um, and one of the things that I prepared there, well, the thing that I did prepare was salads, and it was just a lot of fun to be able to do that. And we use kale. And I massage the kale. I like saying that, Kevin, because it just sounds like I know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) So I massage the kale. And what that means is simply adding a little lemon juice and a little olive oil on the kale and a little bit of pepper. There's no salt in the recipe at all. And then once your kale is, uh, the fibers are broken down and it's nice and tender, we just add it in a little bit of edamame, which is, of course, some soy beans. And we had a little bit of roasted corn, some tomatoes. Oh, my God, it was just so fabulous. And we had some avocado, Kevin. And the salad dressing was really simple. It was just simply uh, the lemon juice added on top because the olive oil had already started to break down the kale. Really wonderful salad. So that's always a great thing to do. 
We need to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll continue talking about quick and easy recipes. What's your go-to when you're pinched for time and you're serving yourself or maybe some friends and family uh, something to eat? We've got some open phone lines for you to call in at 1-877-MPB-RING. Our phone number is 1-877-672-7464. You can email the show food at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more of the program after this. Radio is your voice for Mississippi. If you or your community has an event coming up and you'd like help spreading the word, send us an email. You've got mail to PSA at MPBonline.org. MPB is getting its very own car tag, but first, we need your help. To begin production, we need 300 of you to say yes to the tag. Go to MPBonline.org slash car tag for more information and also to sign up. A portion of the fee goes to help MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. Thanks for your help, and we'll see you on the road. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking about quick and easy recipes today. Uh, so when you're pressed for time and you're making a meal, what uh, what are the, some of the things that you enjoy uh, that you think that uh, taste good but that you can whip together quickly? Give us a call. We've got some open phone lines. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. Six seven two seven four six four, or you can email the show food at mpbonline.org. So, Kevin, does coffee, you know, does egg qualify as quick and easy food? Because, you know, I'm always going there. <laughs> Uh, you know, that thing, uh, when we talked about on other uh, shows, and um, I reference a show that I used to watch on uh, the, the um, Food Network, I think it was called um, semi-homemade or something. But a lot of times, if you're trying to find um, ways to quicken the recipe or, or quicken, lessen your time in the kitchen, uh, little shortcuts, maybe buying some something at the grocery store, chopped up uh, vegetables already, something about those sorts of things. So there are ways, little tips you can use really with almost kind of everyday meal presentation to kind of speed things along. Absolutely. But the thing with that, Kevin, too, is you really have to be more careful because a lot of times when you go in the grocery store, for instance, and you can go to your uh, fresh food section and you'll find uh, red onions already chopped up. Well, it, the price is almost doubled because they chopped it up. It really doesn't take very long to peel and chop an onion. Uh, so some of those things you want to be really careful about. I always like to catch the 10 for 10 so everybody know where that is. Uh, you know, so when you find things on sale, you want to buy them. It, it just makes your life a lot easier. And we're blessed to live in such a modern time where, you know, we don't have to go and get the cow and kill the cow and salt the cow and wait for it to cure. We don't have to do that anymore. But we, we, the other thing is everybody is so busy and getting those kids up in the morning. One of the things that my mom would do, Kevin, a lot of times that I did when my daughter was growing up is uh, put together little breakfast treats the night before. And it was, um, you know, pre-cooking the oatmeal or uh, putting together um, little parfait, fruit parfaits the night before. So when the kids get up in the morning, you can just pass it to them on the way out. And then, you know, we were the kids that took the little brown bags to school. And so, you know, always being able to keep, you know, fresh foods on hand, peanut butter and jelly is always an amazing staple. And who, well, you know, who doesn't love a, a grilled cheese sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> We're talking about quick and easy meals today. We've got a couple folks on the line. Let's go back to the phone, starting in Alabama. Jimmy's called in today. Good morning, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you all? Fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. What do you have for us? Well, my question is, uh, what kind of seasoning that I can use on cooking a whole chicken in a pot pot to, you know, to make it fresh and kind of other than using salt and black pepper, you know, a good seasoning to make it taste good? Well, you know, there's a lot of concern about uh, not using salt. One of the things that, um, Jimmy, that I like to do is to pick up those extra flavors. You know, adding garlic is, you know, always one of those things that are going to add some extra flavor. Then you've got your onions and your basil and your rosemary. And being able to squeeze lemon or lime over that bird, it gives you a whole lot of extra flavor. But, you know, if you don't want to go that direction, if you're looking for something with a little bit more season or spice to it, I wish you lived here in Mississippi. My friend Nick Wallace has this amazing seasoning. Have you heard of it, Kevin? It's called Nick's 26. It is the only seasoning on the market that has 26 variety of flavors. So when you are seasonings, so when you're in the market, you know, in the grocery store and you're looking at these seasonings that you never tried before, just, you know, sometimes if you find that stuff on sale, it's okay to be curious about it and play with it uh, because a lot of times what you'll find is you wonderful blends of spices that you can just go ahead and add on your bird. I like to, you know, because I'm a Southern girl, I always like to put a little butter on my bird, you know, and if you want to do something different, you can use a little bit of olive oil to rub on your bird or sunflower seed oil to rub on your bird before you put your seasoning in. It just helps to add to the texture and the taste of that bird while it's in that crock pot slow cooking. Okay, what do you call that season? Mint 26? It's Nick's. 26, and I believe you can go online and find it. He's a Mississippi chef. He is a James Bearded recognized chef. Oh, my God, he's so fabulous. Uh, but he's come out with a new line of products, and he was really kind and shared the product with me. I used it recently, and I don't want to use anything else. It's just absolutely amazing. Okay, thank you so much, and I'm going to check that out. All thank right. you. So that's Nick's, the name, Nick's, N-I-C-K-S, 26. So that might be a way to go. Uh, <clears throat> but if you can't find that, you know, in the grocery store, we'll have that spice on. As you said, Deborah, go down there, maybe do some experimenting, look on the label and see what sort of flavors there are, the ones that you like. And then uh, one other question is kind of as a follow-up, though, before we go to Rachel, who is our next caller, <clears throat> how much, I mean, I have a feeling that you it might be easy to under or over season if you've got a complete uh, chicken in the crock pot. Two tablespoons? I mean, what, how, well, how much? One of, one of the things that I like to do, Kevin, is create a crust on that bird. You know, and, and for me, that's never too much. I like to go into the cavity as well with my seasonings and go on the crust. And especially if you're not going to, you know, add any salt, you know, to your to your bird. Just go ahead on, like I said, do a base with your butter or your olive oil or your grapeseed, whatever you're going to use. Do your, you know, coat the skin really well. And then go ahead and create a nice crusting with that seasoning. The, you know, for me, I don't to get bland chicken is just like, oh, are you seriously kidding me? So you want some nice seasoning on that bird. So don't be afraid to, to season it. But be careful about, you know, the like you said, over-seasoning it with the wrong things. You know, so you, you kind of have to play with it a little bit based on, and everybody's taste buds are different, you know, so it just really depends. Like I have a friend uh, who seems to think that it's not a potato pie, it's a cinnamon pie. I just, it's <laughs> just not, you know, it's not my deal. But it's, so it's, it, it really is, everybody's taste buds are different, so it just depends on what works well for you. All right, let's uh, head to another Alabama caller. We say good morning to Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, that seasoning sounded delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was actually calling about the quick cooking suggestions. Uh, my husband and I, we keep uh, basically two different staples around so that we don't go to, like, quick and easy unhealthy options. Uh, we both, uh, we like to roast veggies for the week and bake chicken for the week. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that we do. And then we can have that, like, uh, for about three, three more days. And then also we do stir fries. And so, like, we'll use quinoa or brown rice. And then I keep, for the really quick stir fries, I just use frozen veggies. Yeah. And you can get, like, a, you know, frozen Brussels sprouts and uh, mixed, like, uh, bell peppers and onions. And Publix even has organic frozen veggies. And you just mix that all together, soy sauce and, and uh, 
sometimes a, a curry a curry paste. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, um, you know, a lot of times if you don't want to use the soy sauce, because sometimes it can can be high in sodium, mm-hmm. um, you can, you know, create your own blend of seasoning. And that's the wonderful thing about, you know, being at home, because really what you're looking for is that taste bud to be waking up and happy when you put that food in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, lemon and lime works really well with vegetables. Uh, it just creates these wonderful little bites. Uh, and, and Kevin will tell you, I like a little spice. So I try to keep a little cayenne in the house or a little chili peppers on those vegetables are just absolutely wonderful. And then a lot of times being able to get that extra crunch by, you know, even adding something once they're done, like sunflower seeds on top, it just creates these wonderful, wonderful bites um, when you stir frying. And the great thing about doing chicken early is you don't just have to have like baked chicken. I can take that baked chicken and then I can take that baked chicken and add it to noodles or I can create a... uh, uh, you know, I can create a chicken salad for the next day. There are just so uh-huh. many wonderful things that you can do so that it won't just be that same staple for the whole week, you know? Oh, uh, that's great. Hey, Rachel, thanks for the call. Thank you so much. You know, what's interesting to me is the, the couple we've heard, uh, not only quick and easy, but also uh, fresh. So that's uh, I think that goes along with it. When it, when you're whipping something together real quick, it's easy to go get all those fresh ingredients that you need and then uh, prepare that and, and, and eat it. Absolutely, Kevin. You know, and, and it's a great way to get your kids involved, too, because, you know, a lot of times people think quick and easy is going through the drive through and, you know, giving your kids a bag full of something that's not and they're going to be hungry, actually, in an hour after they eat that stuff. And so what you want to do is, you know, be creative. Keep those fresh vegetables at home. You know, keep fish making sliders, even if it's a hamburger slider. You can pre, you know, uh, shape that meat, season it up, freeze it. And then when it's time to cook, pull it out, let it thaw. And then, so that it's not so complicated, because what you know, it's it's really everybody is I don't want to be in the kitchen all day and I love to cook. I don't want to be in there all day. So there are times, uh, you know, where I just want to be able to 20 minutes. I want to be able to come out of that kitchen with something fantastic. So again, you know, going to those vegetables, raw vegetables are always fun. You know, being able to put your carrots and your celery and your broccoli and then creating a little salad dressing using yogurt. If you don't want to use the heavier stuff, I like the heavier stuff, Kevin. (laughs) I'm just saying. But if you don't want to use that, you can create lighter things and your kids love that stuff. And, you know, and, you know, well, I don't eat that. I want French fries. They'll eat whatever you got in the house. It's and I I was thinking the other day from the time that we're born, Kevin, you know, we we are introduced to these amazing, you know, sensories for taste. And a lot of times, you know, people don't want to venture out because they accustomed to something and they'll say, well, I don't like that. And I go, have you ever tried it, though? Mm -hmm. And there are just so many amazing foods to try that are quick and easy and delicious. And they're not really complicated to make. We need to take another quick break. When we get back, we've got an email to share with you and some open phone lines. We're talking about recipes that are quick and easy to prepare. Uh, if you're stuck for time, what do you go to to prepare a delicious meal? The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can send us an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more of the program after this. Media app is available now. Watch MPB TV, listen to MPB Think and Music Radio, and stay in the know with MPB News. Search for the MPB Public Media app in the App Store and Google Play stores today. 
I'm Debbie Miner, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. Each week we discuss topics that have to do with keeping you in the best shape of your life or getting you in better shape one step at a time. From healthier eating to exercise routines to supplements and knowing how to read the signals that your body is showing you, Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit is here to help Mississippians feel their absolute best. Listen to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit this morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking about quick and easy recipes today when you're pressed for time but still want to cook something good for you and or your family. What do you do? Where do you go? Uh, where do you go to in the refrigerator, I guess I should say? one uh, go to Kevin's house. <laughs> MPB Ring is our phone number. It's one 672 Seven four six four. Let's go to Louisiana. Our friend Timothy on the line. Good morning, Timothy. Hey, Timothy. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. So good to hear your voice today. And good to hear y'all. What do you have for us? Um, I'm wondering why there aren't more like local native foods eaten. When I say native, I mean North American foods like acorn bread and wapato salads, and and you know uh, cooking wapato with some venison or something. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think that's really an amazing question. And um, I have many thoughts about that. But I think, you know, being able to there are lots of celebrations that happen during the year uh, where those uh, festive foods are being served, you know, and it's just a matter of getting out in your community and networking and going to meet people and loving on folks, Timothy, uh, because those foods are available. Really? But, yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to get out more, I, clearly. <laughs> yeah, you're going you gonna, to gonna have to come. Let me find out where Sharita's eating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm going to tell you what I love. Recently, I was, um, I was in uh, Louisiana, and I had some fried alligator, Timothy. I'm in love. How about oh, that? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up on that, you know, and, and we eat Nutra too, you know. But I'm talking about like there's a, a lot of, you know, like for instance, um, Vicalis. Do you know what that is? Salus. Vicalis. Vicalis. No, I do not. You know, yeah. Do you like um, salsa verde, which is made with tomatillo, right? Okay. Well, tomatillo that that is in the Vicalis family, and it it grows across the south. Oh, okay. wild. You can just be driving down the side of the road and, oh, my God, there's like 50, 60 yards of it growing alongside the road. And you just pull over and pick it, you know. Well, Timothy, I am actually but like people drive right past it. Well, we drive right past a lot of beautiful things all day. And, I, you know, personally, I believe people need to slow down and, and visit. And, you know, Kevin will tell you I'm real social. I'm a, I'm a love bug. And, and that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's a matter of just getting out in the community, uh, networking with people, not necessarily going in your same circle all the time. It'll change your life. You know, it's like you're driving down the street instead of going left. Tomorrow, just turn right. You would be surprised yes, at the restaurants and the people that you get to meet. And it's so many wonderful people. And, you know, Timothy, for me, my favorite social place in the world is the grocery store. I don't know. I'm in love with aisle six. OK, the most amazing <laughs> things happen there. But get out and meet people. You'd, you'd be surprised what's oh, going yeah, on right I under your around. nose. Don't you worry. I get around. <laughs> My mother raised me right. right. I believe that. I can't wait for you to get up here to Jackson. You should let us know, and we'll come and hang out with us in the studio, well, and let's I, eat I, something. You know, next time I come to Jackson, I'll call up, and I'll give you a couple of days' notice, and we'll have lunch at the Aladdin. I'm right. looking forward to it. All right, Timothy, thanks for the call. Good to hear from you. Uh, this is Deep South Dining, and we're talking about quick and easy recipes this morning. Kind of a follow-up on what uh, Timothy was talking about, and as, as what you suggested is to maybe get out in the community festivals, that sort of thing. Um, also, uh, online is always a good resource for that. So oh, if you absolutely. have something that, you know, one of those um, – more unusual recipes or ingredients and you want to find out more about it or other people who enjoy it, if you go online, that's probably a good uh, start uh, resource to start with, for sure. Well, Kevin, you know, I, whether people know it or not, Mississippi really is the most beautiful melting pot ever. There are so many different ver- ver- varieties of uh, food restaurants to choose from, so many different 
cultural experiences to have, whether you're eating Thai or Indian or some native food or you're, you know, you're eating something vegan or, you know, it's, it's Jamaican food. It's just so much yummy stuff here. And so, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, getting out and meeting people and, and being very social. You know, traditionally, of course, we talk about, you know, our love staples, which is, you know, great Southern cooking, a little bit of fried chicken and some black eyed peas and greens, you know. But then when you want to broaden your taste, there are just so many amazing experiences to have right here. And a lot of it is very uh, farm fresh foods, um, you know, it's just amazing what you'll find if you just get out and say hello to folks. And, I, you know, a, a lot of the festivals uh, that go on throughout the year, that would be a great uh, thing to go. If you go and try the food there and you like something, you know, find out who cooked it. I'm sure usually the people uh, on are on hand there. Maybe they sometimes sell some of the food items as well. But if not, just, you know, talk to the person. See. Speaking of festival, Kevin, don't you have something that you're going to be putting your feet in really soon? Are you going to do the festival this year? Uh, I think so. I'm not sure if I have time, but it's coming up. Uh, it's always in the early part of September. Right. But, uh, I haven't worked out the final details on that yet, but that's in uh, the uh, Muscadine Festival in Pilahatchee. Yeah. So. Uh, looks like we've got another <laughs> caller on the line. Uh, Laura has called in this morning. Hello, Laura. Hey, Laura. Good morning. How are y'all doing today? Fantastic. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. I was on my way home from work and heard you ask for uh, quickie meals that are also good for a crowd. Yes. And um, uh, the one that my go-to is super fast. You can have it on the table in less than 20 minutes. My kind of Um, thing. Yeah, you start with your favorite pasta. I usually prefer uh, vermicelli or a very thin spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Put your water on to boil while it's boiling or while it's coming to a boil. You fry up a few pieces of bacon, four to six pieces of bacon, or if you want to be really authentic, use prosciutto. Okay. And then uh, you take that out of the pan, add a little, about a tablespoon of olive oil or reserve a tablespoon of bacon grease, uh, throw in some finely diced leeks, um, probably a quarter cup of leeks. Okay. Add uh, two or three cloves of minced garlic, saute it quickly. And then um, add about two good-sized handfuls of shredded baby spinach. Wow. And two bay leaves, just finely, not finely shredded, but just shredded up. Toss it in there just to wilt. And then by that time your pasta is done, you take it all out, toss it all together in the uh, bowl or pot, however you're serving it, and add some salt and pepper to taste, and voila, dinner is on. Oh, gosh. And see, that's the this, the amazing thing about creating pasta dishes, Kevin, you know, because you got to add these wonderful things like leeks and spinach right into your pasta dish. And I like the idea that we are adding Mississippi bacon to it. You know, it's just, I mean, you can put bacon on anything and it'll make you, you know, just make you happy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Right. And, it, and I haven't ever had anybody turn it down. All right. Thanks for the call, Laura. Sounds like another good fresh recipe there. And again, you know, as we talked about chicken kind of being uh, the vessel for a lot of quick and easy recipes, as you mentioned, pasta, uh, it's great because it's it's that base that you can build off of and it and really re- mixes so well uh, with so many different flavors. Speaking of, Karen emailed in a recipe for chicken <laughs> spaghetti. And again, we talk about quick and easy and comfort foods kind of being related because when you're stressed out, maybe it is something that you want to go quick and easy with. But chicken spaghetti, a popular item here in the South. Uh, she's talked about using the meat from a rotisserie chicken when your pasta's boiling. All you have to do is saute a chopped onion, a bell pepper, mushrooms, and a stick of butter. Add a can of Rotel and a small box of Velveeta cheese cubed. Put it all together and enjoy. Yum. So, Thank you, Karen, for that. Again, um, a good... Regional recipe for sure. I think, uh, well, I guess maybe all parts of the country, but that's certainly, I would say, uh, something that Southerners certainly enjoy, uh, the uh, chicken spaghetti. Anything with cheese on it, Kevin. Come on, be for real. (laughs) Put cheese on it and I'm pretty much a donor, right? It's fine. All right. So uh, a couple of, we made a reference to this before the last break, but um, one of the things I think of making your time in the kitchen uh, more productive and less time in the kitchen is, is being well organized. What would you say are some things that you should 
pretty much always have on hand, some staples that you would use pretty much consistently to where it's not in the back of the cabinet, you know, getting worn out, uh, but uh, it's something that you have on hand. You don't have to run to the grocery store when you're trying to cook something. One of the things that I try to do, Kevin, is always make sure that I have my spices you know, and I'm I'm always in the grocery store and, you know, looking for things on sale, even if I don't need them right now. If that spice used to be six dollars and they've marked it down to a dollar seventy five cents, it's going home with me. You know, no questions asked, even if I don't need it now. And the other thing that I try to do is uh, keep pastas on hand. Kevin, so you know, a lot of times you can find those on sale as well, and I try to buy them. And if I'm and if I'm gonna, you know, a lot of times what I'll do, Kevin, is I'll take them out of the if they come in a box. Instead of a bag, I'll just take them out and put them in my little jar and leave them on the counter. They make for, you know, great visual appeal, but it helps to keep your pasta fresher a lot longer. And having those kind of items uh, like that, you know, of course, everybody keeps some canned goods on hand. The thing with canned goods, though, Kevin, as I say, you know, they do have an expiration date. So you have to be careful with that. I actually like buying the if I'm going to buy quick and easy vegetables and buying them in a bag. You know, but even with that, you want to make sure that you check your date. You don't want it to be in there for 10 years and you take it out and cook it for somebody. Uh, But those kind of things, I think that most people try to keep on hand. And it's nothing like having a jar of peanut butter in your cabinet at all times. (laughs) Not only does it make a great base for a sandwich, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but it also makes a great base for sauces, you know, you, you a nice curry sauce that you can use. And I also have a recipe that I uh, use, Kevin, that uh, for my chicken wings with a uh, peanut butter and pecan based, just absolutely yummy. So just little things that you have that you can create so many uh, wonderful dishes from, you know, jellies can go from being a simple jelly sandwich to uh, a nice base for a cake. I mean, it's just wonderful to you know, keep those kind of things in your cabinet at all times. The thing with buying fresh vegetables that I tell people, don't buy a lot of that stuff. You can go to the farmer's market and you buy $60 worth of stuff. If you're not going to use it or put it up, it'll spoil. So if, if you're going to buy a lot of stuff, you know, make sure that you're bagging it up, you know, and freezing it so that you won't just waste your money. We need to take one final break this hour. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. We're talking today about quick and easy recipes. So if you're pressed for time, what's your favorite thing to cook? Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464 or you can send us an email, food at mpbonline.org. We'll be back to wrap up the program after this. Radio Reading Service is here for you. Our dedicated team of volunteers bring the world of news and entertainment to you. For information and to see if you qualify, call us at 601-432-6301. Your favorite MPB Think Radio shows are now available on your favorite podcast app. So open that app and subscribe to any local program you love, like Everyday Tech. Android does have the most delicious operating system, I find. Jelly, jelly beans. The Gestalt Gardener. What's up? What you got going on? And, of course, MPB's Season Pass with myself, Sam Wells, and Jay White. That's my guys, man. So what are you waiting for? Go search and subscribe today. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking about quick and easy recipes this morning, so if you have a favorite uh, that you like to cook when you're pressed for time, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464. Send us an email to food at mpbonline.org. Um, would I be correct in saying that if your dish has a lot of small, like a chicken or maybe a beef, uh, possibly cut up into smaller pieces, would that speed the preparation time? The fact that smaller bits of food possibly cook a little quicker? Oh, absolutely, Kevin. Um being able to dice that meat up, you know, and one, our caller earlier was talking about stir fries. You know, it, it, if you have beef, for instance, you know, whether you're using a nice steak or whatever, and you want to cut it up into little bitty, you know, cubes, it cooks faster. Uh, and it only takes a few minutes. A lot of times, for, you know, f- um, for chicken or shrimp, you know, just just very little time. And, and that's the wonderful thing about being able to cook a meal instead of going out to eat all the time. It really doesn't take all day to cook something really yummy. Of course, you know, uh, we had spaghetti here a few uh, weeks ago. It is quick, it easy. You know, most people all over the country, that's one of their favorite because you can make a lot of it, serve a whole bunch of folks. You know, the family's coming over and it's quick and easy. So absolutely, Kevin, cutting the cutting your chicken up, your, your beef or whatever you're using into tiny pieces. And you get to serve more people that way. So absolutely. Also, I think uh, maybe to be creative, something that might be kind of fun would be to um, something a buffet style. And maybe I'm thinking something like tacos or something uh, for oh, wow. even if yes. it were a little small dinner party, it would be easy to fix because you're there. And then the people are doing, um, you know, the the. Their their own assembling of what they like, um, you know, at, at the table or maybe at a, a, a place in the kitchen, something like that. I love the idea of being able to share tacos, you know, and and cutting all of your little pieces up, your tomatoes and your spinach or your lettuce, whatever you're using, and then having people to walk around the room, Kevin, to put together their tacos because it keeps people social. That's always wonderful. And I, if I'm going to have a little dinner party and I really don't feel like doing all the cooking, invite people to bring stuff, you know, their favorite dishes. And it just makes it a lot easier on you. Even with, you know, family time, instead of mom or dad doing all the cooking, invite your family to come in together and cook individual you know you might get the kids to uh, fix the salad and you know dad will fix the meat and mom will fix the vegetables and that way it gets everybody in the kitchen it's a great place to spend some love time with your family and everybody gets to fix something and then you and it's something wonderful when kids fix food and mom and dad brag on them it's just something amazing that happens in that moment you know it's it's our way of giving them a little gold star at home right that's certainly a way to boost some self-confidence is to help them prepare the 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 meal and then everybody enjoys it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a couple calls on the line, so we're off to Brookhaven. Uh, Mike's called in today. Good morning, Mike. Hi, good morning, Mike. Uh, good morning, y'all. I just wanted to tell y'all quick and easy. This is a winner at our house. Uh, get you a dozen Hawaiian rolls, some um, gourmet mustard. It could be any of your choice. Some olive oil, old farmer's ham, and Swiss cheese and. 15 minutes max oh, ready. Wow. Yeah. Slice the 12 rolls in, in half. I do the whole thing at one time. Load them down with the farmer's ham and the Swiss cheese. And you mix the olive oil and the gourmet mustard. I usually put some salt and pepper in that. And then you just brush it on the roll, bake them for about 10 minutes. And that is good anytime. Mm-hmm. Any time of the day. I, just, I literally had a visual of that cheese bubbling up on that bread. I mean, I could see that. Absolutely. And that was a, that's nothing that we come up with. My wife found that somewhere, you know, all the, the great ideas that are in magazine articles or what have you. But that is a simple and easy. That's 15 minutes max. And we'll usually eat that for dinner with some either French fries or something like that. But just something easy. I thought that I would call in. I listen to y'all's show all the time, and I appreciate y'all taking my call. All right. Mike, thank you so much, and we appreciate you for listening. Good call, Mike. I've uh, had that very dish at a, at a brunch once, and it really was one of those that – that seemed to disappear a lot quicker. So that was, oh, it yeah, was really. Oh, yeah, because you got that nice yummy bread mm-hmm. and that ham, Kevin, with cheese. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and the, and the mustard on there. So good call, Mike. A good dish. Uh, our friend Mary from Braxton has called in today. Good morning, Mary. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad you took my call. 
I was thinking about all sorts of short things that I do because I'm by myself. One of them that I like is that when I get a jar of peanut butter, I <clears throat> can do almost anything with it. I make uh, peanut butter and uh, lettuce salad mm. uh, sandwiches. I make uh, peanut butter and raisins. Uh, I, I I do uh, almost anything with peanut butter. Oh, I even put it in my oatmeal in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter is just one of those things that I love, whether you're taking a little bit out and eating it with some fresh fruit or, like you said, adding it to your oatmeal. A lot of people would be surprised. It gives it a really yummy taste, Kevin. And usually if I'm going to add a little bit of peanut butter because I'm a southern girl, I might toss in a little you know, pecans and raisins with that to give it some extra taste and texture. But, yeah, peanut butter is always one of my favorite. And of course, you can make yummy cookies with it. So. <laughs> All right, Mary, thanks for the call. Uh, you know, that's the thing I've, um, as, as you mentioned earlier, too, is you can make a peanut sauce from peanut butter for chicken, or there's the famous peanut butter burger in a lot of burger chains around here. And it's, it's you first you think, but then it really, and then you taste it, right, and you go, it's got oh, that wow, good peanut yeah. flavor to it. See if we can get this one final call in, and we're going to Hattiesburg. Larry has called in today. Hey, Larry, how are you doing? Hattiesburg happens to be one of my favorite places. Well, that's good. Well, I'm here. That makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking of something that I eat, but it's I sort of throw it together, and it can be more or less complicated or involved. And it's uh, I make, using a microwave, I, I cook one meat in a bowl, in a ceramic bowl with a ceramic plate over it, and I cook the meat on 30% power in the microwave. It takes five minutes, twice, and but I can do something else while I'm doing it. And I cook the meat with onions and garlic and shallots, and that can be varied too. But I put, you can smell how much uh, proportionally to put in with it. And I cook the meat, and then I use a different bowl and cook some rainy noodles without the seasoning, just the noodles. And then afterwards, I drain the noodles, and then I put... I take, put the noodles on the plate, put the meat on top of the noodles, and then I put some cheese on top of the meat. So, And if it's not all heated at the same time, I can put it back in the microwave. But one thing about the microwave that I think I've learned is that there are different power settings, and you can use, like, <laughs> half power so you don't, you know, put it on for five minutes on full power and then look back and it's all... Uh, like the coyote after he got uh, <laughs> fried on Roadrunner, you know. I hope Sam don't... Wells is listening to you say that because he still hadn't figured out how to use that microwave yet. <laughs> I use thirty percent power a lot. It takes longer, but if you got something else to do, then I, I put the food in the microwave and put it on for, I guess, four and a quarter minutes. For some reason, I don't know why four fifteen is so appealing to me, but. Many times I'll put it on 30% power and 415 with that meat, with the onions and the garlic and shallots, and then I'll, I'll just check it after that. After, uh, but um, it's something I can do. I can be cooking the food, and I can be doing something else, getting my things together, and I'll go back periodically, of course, after when I hear the bell go off, and I'll stir the things up and smell them. And smell is important because it's linked to taste. And it's a pretty good thing to use for the proportions. You can smell, of course, at first you may be smelling everything raw, but once you learn the, uh, or if you can tell the differences and, and what smells about right, then you can uh, add a little bit of something or uh, more or less try to get it as close as you can to you, what you want. All right, Larry, we've got to go. Great call, though. Uh, and again, when we talk about quick and easy, the microwave can be a big help uh, in that instance. Uh, <clears throat> Deep South Dining is a production of MPB Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from you, our listeners. Our show was produced by Jonas Adams, and our call screener today was Sharita Brent. For Deborah Hunter, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next at 10, it's Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. That's followed by Southern Remedy at 11. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Deep South Dining, heard only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.